0: Hey, everybody, if you want to hear Candace Cameron Bure's reaction to John Stamos's memoir, well, you're not going to hear it here. You will, however, hear a magic pivot job by Kelly on Matthew Perry's book and how that's going.
1: And also, Adam <laughs> is going to show us the true meaning of jazz hands and spirit
2: fingers. Ooh. And this is the podcast to learn how Kelly almost passed out in a rocket ship. Oh. Enjoy the show. <laughs> 90s Now with Kelly Alexander and Sharon Highland.
0: Hey, you guys. Uh, I'm Sharon. It's nice to see you. Uh, you are? Kelly. And you, fella? I
2: think I'm Adam. <laughs> <laughs> we'll Last know for I sure checked. by the end. Of-
0: <laughs> Last you checked. Okay, well, <laughs> we'll trust your resource. <laughs> uh, welcome to 90s Now. You know what? We've got one simple reason why Mariah Carey is just like any one of us. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about why Candace Cameron Bure was all blubbery and in tears. It's not bad, by the way. That's why I can say it like that. Uh, <laughs> Kelly's trivia is going to challenge you in ways that really you can only imagine. And uh, <laughs> your 90s rewind will make us all feel better. And you know what? There's a band who claim that their drummer has a psychic force. So... I think we should start there, you guys. Okay. Okay? Yeah. It's it's you too. Mm -hmm. Uh, We know how well they're doing in Las Vegas. The Sphere Experience, um, blowing the minds of fans from all over the world that are going to Vegas just to have this uh, kind of a -a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Um, And they're doing it without Larry Mellon Jr. He's recovering now from his neck surgery uh, and certainly a tough decision for them to to continue or, or move forward with their booking in Las Vegas. Obviously, there was a big build of a structure around <laughs> their commitment, so they couldn't just say, you know, maybe next time. <laughs> um, So they did this without him, but Bono describes it as being tough, and he actually says it's beyond the beyond of tough to do it without Larry Mullen Jr., uh, which is saying something, right? Like, this is a band that hasn't played live without their drummer since like before they were a known band and it was like a foot injury or something that kept him from playing and they had to get somebody else in and whatever. But now they're you 2 We're talking over 40 years of being one of the, uh, you know, biggest musical forces of our time. So is it a surprise that Bono refers to Larry Mullen Jr. as having the psychic force?
1: That should be the (laughs) name of a soccer team. The psychic force. (laughs) I love it.
0: Where are you from? Space. (laughs) We're from your mind. Yeah. Yeah, pretty cool that, uh, you know, that I think that when you have a a band as a unit, uh, with my limited experience in a band, Reed, never been in a band, um, (laughs) I think that there's a trust that you have between the members that you're all bringing something and then there's an unspoken communication that. You just know after years and years of playing and and working your stuff out, you know uh, what you need to do. So Larry Mullen Jr. is this steady drumming, chill, doesn't look like anything would phase him. Certainly next year's surgery has phased him for now, Mm -hmm. but um, they can't even think of moving forward on new music that they had planned which i think is interesting a i'm psyched that they're you know still planning on new music and stuff but they're not moving forward with it until after he's back
1: well i think like with the drummer situation you know that's your backbone and if you've played for 40 years as a unit even if the other drummer is amazing which from what he accounts like or recounts it the person is amazing and i have no doubt but like you are used to a certain anchor when you yeah. have somebody on the kit and so i can only imagine like it's just cuz it's such a like playing drums is is just i mean obviously every instrument is super important and you have your own rhythm to it but like it's just a certain zone and vibe you're in with whatever drummer that's doing it. Even if they're still doing the same, like, four count, it's just a different whoever's doing it. It's a so, feel. Yeah, it's a different feel. So I think that no wonder uh, the psychic force is missed.
0: Yeah. Well, the uh, the great news is that when they do, uh, their plan to return will move an album that they had planned sort of to the shelf for a little while because it was more of an acoustic uh, album uh, called Songs of Ascent. So that's going to be on hold because Bono says that he wants you 2 to release a, and I quote, noisy, uncompromising, <laughs> unreasonable guitar album first.
2: <laughs> and <laughs> I is,
0: love it. Ah, oh, no kidding. That's yeah. exactly what they need to do and exactly what we need as fans to get them when they come back, which is yeah. which is great. Oops. And, side note, mm-hmm. um, it should be even better because The Edge had done a, an interview also talking about how he's been doing stuff lately and for the first time in a little while he says he's excited about the electric guitar again amazing so again good news for us are
1: you going to see the sphere show
0: i'm not and um i've looked into it i will say if somebody gave me tickets i would definitely go <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. but i've looked and i don't know
2: i think when like, um, when is when are there uh shows ending like in the are new these... year. So the first Okay, run... so there's only a few months left.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. There's uh, shows until the sixteenth of December for the oh. first part, and then they've I think it was a dozen shows that they picked up for uh for twenty twenty four. Um which is great news. I'm a bit nervous. First of all, the price tag is huge if you want a seat, and I like the sit option. I've always maintained I like to sit. I can't do general admission. My my back gets sore and and that's always been like that. It's not just because I'm old now. It's it's just always been that way.
2: Yeah, and yeah. Certainly. Yeah.
0: GA tickets are <laughs> are significantly less expensive, but there's also, you know, you gotta wait in line and you gotta rush to the front if you wanna be close or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is the experience of this experience being too much for people. And I know someone who is a huge fan that went two shows And had to be seen by um, an ambulance tech after the first show or during the first show because of
1: uh, light
0: sensitivity. So that's scary because we've been, you know, on the radio, we say things like, this is going to blow your mind. And literally, it (laughs) seems to be happening to people. Now... um, the other thing is that what I learned from my friend being in this situation is that there are on each of the floors of the sphere there's there's room plural rooms that you can go to if the lights are too much for you if you're getting like a sensory overload and you need a moment yeah you go to these rooms yeah. she didn't know at the time mm-hmm. that this was a thing but like I think if you go online you can find uh A few thousand people who have had this experience where it was too much and they had to go and sort of decompress. So it's a dark room, calm sounds, and then you regroup and you can go back in. But imagine the sphere being as magnificent as we've seen it to be. But if you're in it, like you're in the heart of it, it would quite possibly actually blow your mind.
1: Yeah, I don't think I could go to one of these things because... It makes
0: me nervous. <laughs>
1: yeah, so, cause I, so I went to, uh, when I was like, well, I'd be, I think I went two or three times as a kid, but to, to Disney World and mm-hmm. uh, in, in the space section. Have you guys been to Disney World?
2: Yeah. And uh, Space Mountain? Well, is that the one you're referring Mountain, to? But
1: in that space, you know, like they all have like, you know, there's like the frontier land or whatever. Like there's all like different parts of yep. the park, right? Yeah. And so okay. if you go into, what is it called? Space and technology. It's it's some kind of, it's like the space. Like it's, it is where Space Mountain is. But there was, um, uh, when I was there uh, this particular time, you could go in and watch this um, be, be part of an experience of like feeling like you're in a rocket, like a NASA rocket going up. Oh my gosh. And so, um, and they warn you, like, you know, if you're a pregnant lady, like all this stuff, like you need to be careful. And, mm-hmm. um, that was like, because like you and people get sick in there because yeah. you feel like it's, sh- you, you know, all the, the, cause it's like a 360 screen around you. And, mm-hmm. you know, and so I actually had to look at the floor I, oh, and they boy. have railings that you can hold on to. And I had to look at the floor and just close my eyes. And I'm like, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Because I.
0: This, it's amazing. Eh? This super fun experience is almost yeah. over. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: And I oh, remember saying gosh. to myself, I'm like, well, astronaut is off the list of career choices yeah. <laughs> for Kelly Alexander.
0: It's important to know what you're not able to do as a career. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's funny because now, like, I still wouldn't want to go do those types of things. But like certain things now, like even watching the um, Top Gun Maverick movie, like mm. there's certain. Have you guys seen both? Like, have you seen it yet? Yeah. Yeah. So
2: I haven't seen any of the Top Gun movies yet. Okay, can you it, believe it? You, you have to watch the latest
1: one, Adam. But like, and Sharon would know. Like, there's times where like you you really feel like you're in the plane, right, Sharon? Like you're going. Oh like, yeah, it's, bananas. it's amazing. And so now I force myself. I'm like just look straight ahead like they would have to like i'm just trying to like, be train the myself. pilot kelly <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> but so i can, yeah so i don't think i could go do this fear thing either because uh i if it's 360 madness and it's like crazy light business like i and i'm always like i'm like watch this is the one time where you push it too far and like you end up with some kind of crazy pr- like vertigo problem for six years after this like i <laughs> yeah <laughs> No,
0: it's hard to come back from that, I guess, eh?
1: Yeah. So, uh Woo. So anyways, all that to say is Kelly will not be going to the Sphere thing unless I could be in the side room with like little earphones and just like, <laughs> that's... hey, look at them! They look like they're having fun in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, I know I'm going back to Vegas in 2025 with our Ooh. group of friends. We have a we have a group chat. Um, yeah. Uh, so uh, we went to Vegas. Last, well, this year, last April. And uh, when we came back, we said, all right, we're going back in 2025. So we have nice. the group chat. It's called Vegas 2025. <laughs> um, and who Fun. knows? We'll be at the sphere in 2025. It might be still YouTube, might be somebody else, but I would love to go. Imagine oh. if it was so, like Celine
1: all 360 madness. Like-
2: <laughs> I think she's too sick for that. There were rumors that Beyonce was approached to oh, put I up a show together. Uh, yeah. But hey, just rumors. Yeah. Um, but did we'll you start see that if, uh, rumor, by the way? I did not. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I did. I wish I had that much influence. <laughs> well, uh, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see. If, so there, there's going to be someone in this field. Oh yeah, for so, sure. They
0: have to. They have to make sure that place is booked for yeah. uh, for a long time. Yeah. It's like the eight twenty five bridge
1: here in Montreal. We have to keep paying that thing off. So like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: If you build it, they will come. They must come. We have to pay for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, you know where this safe space that we are right now will be slightly challenged by what's about to happen to us. Uh oh. Yeah.
2: Trivia. <laughs> 90s. <laughs> now. To, to, to trivia. Hey, Bing to the bong. <laughs> so
1: I have Ooh, um, yeah. I have an update on trivia as a an overall discussion and I saved it for the show so I could surprise the both of you.
0: Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: um so as I was preparing for our recording, uh I was like, Oh, you better take a look on like how many more of these magical trivia cards, you know, that you have. Um because we like, I when I first bought this game, like there was like two massive stacks, and like over the years we finally w- have whittled them down. So now I'm at like a quarter of a stack left. I'm like, what to do, what to do, and so I've done some researching, and I've now found a new game, like s- like with trivia cards and all that stuff. So I'm ordering it to make nice. sure that in the new year we are set to go. So there will be more magical trivia questions. Although I'm not sure if there'll be any fighting salmon-colored cards, but <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow. We can only hope. Another (laughs) crazy idea would have been to write our own questions. Yeah, Sharon and I
1: started that.
2: I know a great
0: resource. You know what it's called? The internet.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's too much work. sounds
0: like work, though. Yeah,
1: it's too much work. Because we did that, like, the first two or three years, Sharon, I think, of the show. And uh, I was doing it, and it was a lot to, like, try to keep... Because your own, like, um, biases come in a lot. I'm like, I can't ask question number 57 about Mariah Carey. So, like, it's like... yeah. Yeah, so, and there's just things like, you know, if I wasn't into, like, some of the video game stuff that we talk about, like, I don't know all of it, so it's better that it's random business. Anyway, speaking of that. We can
0: celebrate the work that somebody else has done.
1: Yeah, yeah, I fully give credit to the the, the salmon, the fighting salmon color card. Um, So we're going to start with the tough one this week, uh, art and literature. (laughs) And so this one actually. I like
0: that there's a differentiation or a potential differentiation. One of them might not be tough. Uh, We'll
1: see. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so I wish you bonne chance with this one. And again, there's, there's a word in here that I really hope I pronounce correctly. So here we are.
2: All right.
1: Centered on the story of El Faba, which novel is a political and social commentary on the Land of Oz prior to Dorothy's arrival? Sharon. Go, Sharon.
0: Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants.
2: <laughs> you know what? For a second, I thought you had it. I thought she did, too, because she was
1: so, like, fast and confident.
2: As soon as you said El Faba, I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> I don't know what she's saying. <laughs> um, Adam? Uh, can I hear the question again?
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Centered on the story of El Faba, which novel is a political and social commentary on the Land of Oz prior to Dorothy's arrival?
2: Um, okay, so the, 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 the <laughs> land of Oz makes me think about witches. Yeah. So I'm going to go with a witch. I'm not going to go with Harry Potter. I'm going to go with the, what are the famous witches I know? Hmm, do I know any famous witch? <laughs> Which witch? Wait, w- wait wasn't Elfaba in Wicked? Adam. You got El, it. Faba, El Faba is the witch in Wicked. That's what I'm thinking about you, a witch.
1: You got it. It's Wicked, the life and times of the Wicked Witch of the West.
2: Boom. Wow. Adam, I, good that's job. amazing. Um, I'm going to thank, so here's my acceptance speech for getting that answer right. <laughs> I'm going to thank all the TikToks I have seen. TikTok videos of all the musical kids and all the Broadway kids making behind the scenes of Wicked and everything that made me know El Faba. Wow. So there we go. You're good such job. A,
1: you're such Woo. a good gay guy, Adam.
2: Like, Thank you. Well,
1: <laughs> you're one of the good ones, Adam. Yeah, yeah. The minute you said Broadway and show tunes, I was like, oh, all the colors are showing. Very good. Jazz hands. Jazz <laughs> <laughs> Good job, little
2: Adam. Yeah, because she, she's the green witch that sings that big song. I forget the name, but you know that big epic song with, like, the killer range and vocal abilities? Who? Nice. As
1: I'm not a gay oh, guy, I don't know this answer. <laughs> <But> <laughs> what
2: is the Al Faba song? I'm going to Google it. Defying Gravity. <laughs> Have you heard of that song? Oh, Defying no. Gravity from the Wicked no. um, uh, Wicked musical. It's amazing.
1: I like it. I'm, um, I'm, I've
2: never seen Wicked. I'd like to.
1: Yeah. I'm going to look at this after Google it. Um, <laughs> qu- question number dose uh, yes. from the pop culture fighting salmon card. After, f- oh no, we already asked that one. Sorry. Um, the big five, later the big six, were a group of what?
2: Adam. Go. NHL teams.
1: Oh, nice try. No. Sharon should that's, know this that's one. That's the
2: original six. You yeah. are absolutely
0: right. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: I got that I got that part right. Yeah. Uh the Sharon, big I feel five, like five turned into this. the big
1: six? The big five, which then became the big six. And um they are now back to the big five.
0: Hmm. I feel like I want to know it. I feel like I want to know it. Yeah, it is different from actually knowing <laughs> yeah. it. Uh, big five, big six. I don't know, man. Adam. Oh, brother.
2: Is it like, um, because you know that like I, I think in Montreal we say the big four. It's like the accounting companies, like the accounting companies, like Deloitte and everything. Yeah. So I'm gonna yeah. go with. Uh, Famous tech companies, the big oh, six.
1: very nice. No, but uh, you're oh. right along the, the lines. Do I give the answer? Yes, please. Uh, supermodels.
0: Oh, I'm sure they loved being called the big anything.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: But who was the big five well, or the big Naomi six? Well, Naomi
1: Campbell, right? Okay. Uh, Cindy Crawford. Cindy Crawford, Christy Turlington.
0: Linda Evangelista.
1: Yeah. Um, and then it's like the two I always forget.
0: Oh, uh, no, you said Christy Turlington. So
1: Christy Turlington, Naomi, Cindy, Linda.
2: Uh Kate Moss. Yeah,
1: yeah. Is and, what I
2: have here on yeah. Wikipedia. And then
1: the other one and so they so then and then they lost one recently. She died of breast cancer like a year ago, maybe. A year and a half oh. ago. Adam, can you get that name? Because I would like to mention her name. Um
2: um, um, say that again. Who, he, she passed away? Yeah,
1: so she, yeah, so she passed away of breast cancer, and I remember, because they recently did a thing, um, celebrating, I don't know if it was Vogue, because Sharon, I think they had a, like, they all of the supermodels did a Vogue cover in the 90s, yep. and I think they were to celebrate the 30th anniversary of it, so it would have been so- this... This year. Her
2: first name is Tatiana.
1: Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, ah. And then her
2: last name, P A T I T Z. I don't want to mispronounce it. Mispronoun- mispronounce it. Sorry. Is it Petra? Or is it uh, Patitz? 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 I'm, I'm, I haven't heard of her.
1: Maybe. But is she in the list with the other five?
2: Uh, not. Wait, wait. I'm going to Google something differently. The big five. Because
1: I think she's German, the one who passed away.
2: Is
0: it Elle McPherson?
1: No, she's still alive.
0: No, no, no. Not that she would be the...
2: Uh, Yes, she is in the list, according to Wikipedia. It doesn't still say how to pronounce her name, but she's there.
1: Yeah, so I believe she passed away, and uh, yeah. so But yeah, so so what? do you have the name of all of them? Because we we were missing one, right? Uh, So Cindy Crawford. Claudia Schiffer. Is it Claudia Schiffer? Uh, So for the big
2: five, there's Cindy Crawford, Christy Turlington, Linda Evangelista, Naomi Campbell, and Tatiana... Petits, um, and then the big six. I'm going to go back to my other research. Uh, would be Cindy Crawford, indeed. Hmm. Because
0: I'm looking at a list now too. Or Claudia Schiffer? Is that yeah, what you Claudia said earlier? Scherer was yeah, was on that list. So maybe
1: that's it then. Yeah.
0: Kate Moss was the addition, and I don't see the other girl. Either Ta- way, Tatiana. I go back to my question of, did they ever want to be called the big anything <laughs> in, a, in an industry that, you know, yeah. really drives home the the Not... smaller physique, yeah. you know?
1: Was it Linda Evangelista who said that she wouldn't get out of bed for $10,000 or something? One of them said Probably. that. Probably. She's Canadian. Yeah. And she yeah. had, like, recent trouble, eh, with um, cosmetic surgery that, that she was, like, um, staying out of the public eye for, like, a while because... Of something that went wrong.
0: Wow, really? And so
1: uh, it's only been the last like maybe eight months that she's kind of resurfaced. Maybe a year I now.
0: Th- I think her son is also a model, and if he's not, he should be because he's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you've got it, you've got it. That's it. Yeah. Well, yep. cool. Well, that's a good question. Yeah. We learned something today. We did. We That learned Adam Adam's is very good with Broadway,
1: Broadway show tunes.
2: <laughs> and. Big supermodels.
1: Yeah,
2: defying gravity. (laughs) It was a great song. It's a great song. I
1: love those that that aren't
0: watching. (laughs) For those that aren't watching, Adam just floated. Yeah, literally defied gravity.
2: No, but it's at the end of the show, and then she raises, and then she's like all up in the air, and I think they're ending the show on it. It's really good. Oh, cool.
1: I think you actually yeah. did not only jazz hands, but spirit fingers on that. <laughs> yes.
2: It's a good combo. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> it's magical. Yep.
0: Hey, well, um, if you were wondering from our intro of the show, what got Candace Cameron Bure all teary, the answer is two words. Actually, it's three. Uh-oh. John Stamos's book. Yeah. <laughs> his memoir she listened to it because he narrates the book Mm -hmm. so uh she said it was the uh toward the end of the book where they talked about bob saget that really hit her in the feels the whole stuff she learned a lot about his life and stuff Mm -hmm. uh, about john stamos's life but uh getting into the details about bob saget in the end and stuff like that and really got her misty yeah
1: Oh, I should mention that... Um, so I think we had this discussion that Elaine bought the Matthew Perry book. Right. Did I tell you I've started reading it?
0: I don't think so. So no.
1: um, so what happens is is that I... Instead of scrolling on my phone in the last, like, 10 minutes before I go to sleep at night, I've decided I should read. And nice. so, uh, so I do, I don't know, like 10, 12 pages a night. So nothing heavy lifting. But um, the book is actually very eye-opening. And so if you haven't... Uh, and it's also like, I can't tell you how many times in the book he says stuff like, you know, uh, like he references how close he came to death before. And so mm-hmm. now knowing that he's not here, it's like even more just upsetting, you know, that like he had all the, because it did sound in this book that he really was finally getting his life on the rails and headed in the right yeah. direction. And uh, I won't spoil the book for anyone, but there is this one part where he talks about shooting the whole nine yards with Bruce Willis. And his Mm -hmm. last line of the chapter, uh, because he really did get along with Bruce and and all that stuff. And obviously when he wrote his book, we already knew about Bruce's um, health situation uh, with the mental challenges. And uh, uh, he basically said, I pray for him every night now. And it's just so crazy because... Like he's gone now. Like he's gone before yeah. Bruce is gone. So,
2: yeah. Yeah. What does uh, you said shooting the whole nine yard? Yeah, they shot it in Montreal. Oh, it's a movie. Yeah, it's whole a nine movie. Yards. Oh, okay. Because I, I didn't know. I thought it was an expression.
1: No, it's a um, a movie. And he and he talked about how. Like I don't know. And maybe Adam, you would know this. And maybe Sharon, I I wouldn't know this. Is the Globe Restaurant still open? I don't think so.
0: Globe on Saint Laurent?
1: Maybe, because apparently that was their hangout, apart from being at their hotel that they stayed at. And apparently, Bruce had a whole floor to himself, like, in this hotel, no. and he called it Club Z, and it was, like, party central.
2: Oh, yeah. That's a, it's a, it was a great place. It closed in 2014.
1: Okay. Yeah. So there, but yeah, It so was, was on
2: Saint Laurent, yeah.
1: So that was their home away from home, apart from when they were in hanging out on Bruce's floor, and I think he said, "Don't quote me," but I think he said the Intercontinental Hotel in Montreal. So, well, that's cool. Yeah, but well, uh, that yeah, the book is very eye opening. Uh... And um, Matthew was a very sweet person to many people. Uh, and yeah, I, I just, it's so sad that he didn't get a chance to like live this new life he had going.
0: Mm-hmm. What's neat is that the Matthew Perry connection to, um, to uh, Sarah Paulson. Is that she had a lot to say about how helpful he was to give her career a huge boost. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sarah Paulson just did something really big, right? What was what was the American Horror Story? Well, she's an story. American
1: Horror Story, right? For like several right. seasons. Do you guys watch that? I don't watch it.
0: I don't because I don't want to be scared.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but she
0: was on uh, Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. Yeah, with him. Which was a really cool show that he was a part of, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, And she was also in The Whole Nine, right? Or was it no
1: Amanda Pete uh, was in, Pete was in it, and she right. was good best friends with besties with right. her yeah yeah right yeah uh,
0: yeah so Matthew Perry i think the loss uh, will be felt for obviously for years to come but mm-hmm. it'll it'll be neat to see more stories like this come up of people that were grateful for how kind he was yeah which is exactly why he wanted how he wanted to be remembered not mm-hmm. for being on friends which is a huge deal and I'll get to more about that in a second but his kindness is obviously what uh, what kept him certainly rooted in his community. I think that I think most of us would remember him for being on friends and I think what he I hope he knew in his heart was how much that show meant to people as uh as for whatever you know, TV shows that are on for such a long time, they obviously are, they run for a, a reason, they they have a run like that for a reason. So they connect with the audience. So it, it meant many different things to many different people. So I hope he didn't think that it was, uh, you know, that TV show that I did, like, I hope he didn't think of it as something smaller than the huge thing that it was.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. And it was funny because he is, in inadvertently, I feel like he does throughout the book. He throws many people under the bus, but not in like a super mean way. Like he, he throughout the book, he keeps throwing his parents under the bus. Like oh, yeah, like just like how like well they they left me alone as a five year old on a plane, like you know, like so it's like. But then he'll be, like, I can't imagine, like, you know, like, his father, I think, at least on two occasions, went and lived with him when he was trying to get sober. So it's, Mm -hmm. like, this weird balance where he's just kind of seeing it how it is, but it's through his lens, you know? And, yeah, uh, yeah, he fully admitted that Jennifer Aniston was the, quote-unquote, reason why Friends stopped in the 10th season. Because she had, you know, didn't want to do the show anymore and had other things in the the fire lined Hmm. up. So, um, or, you know, that was the gist that I got when I read that. So, uh, but I mean... And, but I like that he said that because they always made decisions as a group, like she wanted out. So they all, but I think they, like he says her, but I'm sure at that point they all kind of wanted to go do other things. Oh,
0: for sure. For sure.
1: Yeah. So,
0: um, and again, may he continue to rest in peace. I think another takeaway for this for me was that you didn't want to talk about Candace Cameron Burry's. Story at all.
1: No. <laughs> I like that you mentioned that she cried and that was enough. <laughs> yeah. On to another
0: story. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, John Stamos and your memoir. We're not talking about it. How about Matthew Perry? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. Well, uh, how about then? What was the other fun thing that we had mentioned before? I've lost my page. Uh-oh. Oh, it was Mariah Carey being like uh, yeah. any one of us. Like that's possible. Right. And the uh, the connecting factor is your driver's license and that if you let it lapse for long enough, you'll have to do the test all over again. Oh, and no. That's what's happened with Mariah Carey. She knew that it was late or she was late. It had passed due kind of thing. But now she's at the point where she has to do the test all over again. Yep. So she That's hasn't been in a long time. Well,
1: I watched the, uh, I sent you guys the article and I think in the article there's a link or, or, or it talks about, so she was on the Jennifer Hudson show when she yeah. announced this. Did you watch the link, Sharon?
0: I didn't watch the link. I watched the show when it was on last week. Oh,
1: so you did? So you saw it? Because I love when yeah, she's yeah. like, "Yeah." So seven years went by, and then I found out I was lost.
0: Like, my license.
1: <laughs> well, she had
0: a few things going on, you know, being a superstar and everything. Yeah, well, and I
1: just when I it. saw <laughs> when I saw that, I just laughed out loud because I'm like, "Of course, Mariah Carey would lapse for seven years with her license and not know." Because you're Mariah Carey, like, yeah. You're, and I love that the part you probably saw where she's talking about how like it's probably safest for her and everyone involved that she isn't driving down the streets of New York City. True.
0: Now, New York's a a zoo to drive in. Yeah. Like, you don't want to do that there. Um, That's why there are skilled professionals, cab drivers, that you can pay to drive you around. Yeah. Uh, The fun thing, though, is that uh, Jennifer Hudson was talking about how she's been driving more lately, too, and that she'll help her if she wants (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she says she's been driving to work because she likes the time in the car And, uh, you know, she gets to think and you're just on your own You can do, you know, be with your thoughts and stuff But she also said it's like a five minute drive to work yeah. so. <laughs> But it's her five minutes
2: That's her five minutes, yeah talking about, talking about Mariah, have you seen the No, you're not on TikTok that much, eh? I'm the only one who's talking about TikTok
0: Well, that's fine, I think I should be on more But
2: what's Because I've been seeing that, like, video, like Every other video on TikTok, it's called Mariah Carey, but she's about to sneeze. Uh-oh. And it's um, <laughs> it's a uh, I, it's a uh, it's a uh, it's her song. Other uh, one for Christmas is you. Yeah. But it's just a part where she goes. Uh, oh, when uh, she's doing
1: the beginning and it, part, it just
2: seems like she's about. You know that sound you make when you're about to. Yeah. <laughs> And it's it's a whole minute. It's hilarious. So just Google it. Mariah Carey just about to sneeze. You're All in right. for great okay, laugh. that's on my list also. laughs.
0: And you know what, you guys, fresh off uh, chatting about Lauren Hill's thoughts on her own tardiness to shows, which <laughs> yep. ultimately she was basically saying <laughs> that we should appreciate that she gets there when she does. Yep. Well, Karma came a knocking and uh, she <laughs> she's had to cancel some shows now on the anniversary of the Miseducation of Lauryn Hill tour that she's doing due to vocal strain. Maybe oh. for giving us all grief about her <laughs>
1: being late. <laughs>
2: oh, poor thing. <sighs> poor Tough thing. life, Lauryn Hill.
0: Yeah. <laughs> She'll get there when she gets there and you're I gonna think like a, it.
1: I think a lot of vocalists are sick now because I just got news. I'm a fan of Ray. Um... And she has been on tour and she's had to shut it down because mm. she's got vocal strain. And somebody else I just saw today also is shutting it down. So I don't know if it's just like tis the season for, you know, colds and flus and all that. So
0: Oh, it's totally that. And the idea that COVID is still a thing, very much a thing. And it, this newest strain is is feels like a really bad cold and certainly a really sore throat that comes with it. And then all of a sudden, you know, boom, COVID. Yeah. So that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how about uh, how about we just go back, musically go back? We'll do a 90s rewind. I love it. You love it? Yeah.
1: yeah. Love it.
0: The year is 1992. Now imagine the contrast. I'll give you a handful of songs now and say that uh, House of Pain, Jump Around should set the tone for Jump up, right? jump up
2: and get down.
0: Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, imagine at the same time, same week in 1992, that Whitney Houston's "I Will Always Love You" would have been near <laughs> about "House of Pain's Jump Around." <laughs> they That's should do the beauty a beauty of the 90s.
1: They should do a, a mashup.
0: Yeah, they should. Uh, Eric Clapton got or uh, breathed new life into one of his classics from uh, 22 years earlier mm-hmm. with "Layla," the unplugged version. Um, Annie Lennox has one of those great Breakup songs Trying to get strong again With Walking on Broken Glass Such mm. a great
1: song God.
0: Oh my gosh, it's good It's just yeah. such a charge, I love it And she's just so I don't know, you can feel her physically singing that song mm-hmm. like She's in it Love it Also, I think everything was happy and pleasant And Kathy and Susan were singing harmonies <laughs> When all of... En Vogue were singing their best, and Free Your Mind was blasting through our speakers back in
2: 1992.
1: Nice. Uh, and that's your 90s rewind. I have to tag on to that. I forgot about this. Because uh, speaking of Kathy and Susan, um, I, so Dawn Robinson, who like I'm a huge fan of, who was in En Vogue, who is no longer yeah. in Vogue, um, she started up her own YouTube channel. And so, and I've desperately wanted her on the Kelly Alexander show for a long time now because I just think she's fierce. I love her, like whatever. So anyways, but I cannot find any way to contact her. Like cannot. I've tried everything possible to find out how to get to her management or her, especially because she's been on some other shows. So I'm like, okay, well, she's doing interviews. I can, I can grab her, like whatever. So to no avail. So when she launched this thing recently, um, I saw that she was responding to people's comments like on the YouTube channel. So I was like, well, and normally I would not do this, but I'm like, well, I'm going to try to reach her this way and if she'll respond, because I was even trying to like DM her on Instagram and like her, her handle's not working. So Uh it's like, you know, so anyways, so I'm like, and I was super respectful. I'm like, Hey Don, you know, would love to have you on the show. Like congratulations on your new channel. Um, you know, you can check us out here, blah, blah. So I gave it like two days, came back. The comment was deleted.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No oh way. Oh, my gosh. Oh, brother. Because they Uh-oh. probably viewed it as you were advertising on her page, right?
1: Maybe. I don't know. I But I was super brief. It was just like, Don, I'm a big fan. Like, you know, I would love to have you on our show talking about your new channel, like whatever you want. And and uh, especially because literally she had answered other people. And you know when you know that it's them that's answering because of the way they write and it matches their cadence of speaking or, or the words sure. they would do? Yeah. Just like I know when Janet's actually on Instagram and it's not her team.
0: Of course be- you
1: do. Because, <laughs> because you just know the way that she, she, she Janet likes using the word guys a lot. So she'll be like, hi guys. So like, you know, it's her, like just another thing. So the right. same thing with Don. I'm like, you just know when it's her. So I'm like, for sure. She's the one that's been answering. And then not only like radio silence, comment deleted.
0: <laughs> wow. So, that's too bad.
1: Yeah. So my communique is um, not reaching Don Robinson. So anyways, if anybody knows Don Robinson and would like to reach out on my behalf. <laughs> She's always welcome on the Kelly Alexander show. Yep.
0: I should comment and say, hey, you should talk to Kelly yeah. Alexander. <laughs> Delete. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Anyways, that's, that's
1: enough for, for me. Yep.
0: Well cool. That wraps it up for us, you guys. Yep. Thank you. Always fun to hang. <laughs> and thank you. Uh, and thank you guys for finding us wherever it is that you do that. We appreciate it. We like to put ourselves out there so that it would be impossible not to find us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we appreciate you taking us wherever it is that you take us, on your walk or your ride, or maybe you stockpiled some episodes and you're on vacation right now. Ah, Thanks for bringing us there.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and thank you for listening to 90s Now, still happening.